0: Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. So, before we get to our interview with NBA draft prospect and Cougar great CJ Ellaby, I want to give my thoughts on the transferring of Tay Martin and where he ended up. So, Tay Martin, the wide receiver, one of our top wide receivers, transferred, and he has now been picked up, or he signed with, Oklahoma State University down in Stillwater. He basically said in an Instagram post, I loved my time at Washington State. I'm very grateful. But it's time for me to transfer to a place, a school, closer to home. Basically, it is his responsibility as a father to be closer to his daughter. And COVID has shown him that. So we wish here at the Let Me Tell You Productions and all of Cook Nation, I would assume, wishes Tay Martin the best in his career at Stillwater. And hopefully, he's a big NFL star. Go Cougs. Enjoy the interview with CJ. Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Today, we have a special guest. We have
1: C.J. Ellaby, former Coug and NBA Draft prospect. Thanks for coming on, C.J.
2: Yeah, no problem. My pleasure, man.
1: All right, so let's just jump right into it. So you're a local kid from the Seattle area. You had offers from the University of Washington, uh, Seattle University and Washington State. How did WSU differentiate themselves from UW?
2: Yeah, so I had a few other offers from California schools, but it was mainly West Coast. And, you know, I kind of was really interested in staying in state. But I say that what differentiated WSU was when I went on my visit, it was the community feel that I got there. It was really inviting. I feel like the distractions were limited because obviously, you know, there's not too much to do in the police other than, you know, what goes on. At Washington State, that's kind of what brings the community together in a lot of ways. You know, just the sports and the athletics. I feel like football games are amazing. I mean, that's actually another thing that I got to experience when I was there, was going to the football game. So it was just kind of that whole community feeling in the close-knit.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way, that's why I picked it. Do you remember who was playing the football game at all?
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Boise State.
1: Oh, that was a big game for us, wow. Yeah. Good one. Mm -hmm. All right, so last year, last year you declared for the draft and you came back to WSU. What feedback did you receive during that process from teams and scouts that you've used that you used in this past season and that you hope to bring in the NBA?
2: So two of the main points of feedback that I got, like where I needed to improve on were shot consistency, my, my three-point me- uh, shot mechanics, and then my ball handling. Or in the position that I played, being at the top of the key, a lot of times my you know, job for the next play was to reverse the ball and get into a ball screen. I feel like you know, I was setting more screens than I was coming off of. And so just that creativity that I could have shown coming off ball screens, I didn't I wasn't able to because I was kind of playing the position of the power forward in a, a couple of ways. I feel like I was able to kind of change my form a little, which is still a process right now. And just another point of feedback that I got when I went and did that whole process the first time around was that they thought that I was a pro potentially one day that I could, you know, be a professional basketball player. But they didn't know if I was at that time.
1: Okay, that's fair. What position do you view yourself as in the next step in the NBA?
2: I feel like I'd be a shooting guard.
1: So obviously you, you declared you came back. But this year, what was the main factor in actually keeping your name in the draft pool?
2: I'd say it was a combination of things. You know, obviously there's a lot going on with the pandemic. And it's changing the way a lot of things are, you know, being ran and are turning out. And just the process of the pre, pre-draft has been a lot different than I got to experience in my first year. But I didn't feel like that was a reason for me to stay back in school. So for me, I kind of eliminated that. What was big for me was kind of that the NBA was playing and that their season was ongoing. And, you know, they got the whole bubble thing going. I felt like, you know, before, obviously, this is before the season had got canceled. I just kind of had felt it was going to be hard for college to figure that, that out. And obviously, there's a lot that... It has to go into it, and, you know, it's going to be a whole process for them, but I felt like the best option was to pursue a professional career at this time in my basketball career and just to accept that new challenge and to push myself.
1: Obviously, COVID has impacted traveling and training, but how have you specifically adjusted in this unusual and unique situation?
2: Yeah, so I was kind of lucky right after the basketball season that had ended in in March, I was able to go home and I had access to a gym. It was a private gym and I had access uh, pretty much Monday through Friday and we would go once a day usually. and I get my conditioning and weight work in and I just was in a really good position at that time and then right now I'm down here in uh, Las Vegas working with Impact Basketball and Joe who's been doing this for you know 25 years and has worked with numerous professionals and um, it's a lot of pre-job guys I'm, I'm with right now i'm working out with out here it's just been it's been really good these last few months i've been working real hard and just trying to get my body ready you know just for this next step
1: so are you doing any prep for the any specific prep for like the combine
2: just lifting and uh, playing basketball every day and it's just kind of a repetition thing um we have a pretty good a really good schedule that we we stick to and it's just been a process it's been here for about three weeks there there was a clarification that there'd be a, a combine some sort of combine in september and I'm pretty sure my agent let me know that it was possibly gonna be just physical testing. So we'll see how that is. But there was an email sent out that the combine is gonna be throughout September in, in in certain regions.
1: They'd be breaking the players up by region and then physical exactly. training. What is that, just lifting weights? and
2: Yeah, so they they possibly could test your, your vert. They don't really do bench and basketball. Your sprint, just different agility drills, obviously stuff like that you would do with your trainer. So a physical, as far as eye test, whether you're, just to check your body, check your, everything's good with you. Um, ask obviously what injuries you've had and just kind of a physical exam and check up.
1: In April, you said you would say in the draft, if a team said they're going to pick you and have a guaranteed contract, have you received the guarantee you're looking for at all?
2: No. So right now with the way the draft is set up, there's, Not really, there wasn't a chance for that before the deadline for me. Basically, it was kind of me betting on myself, and and I realized what I wanted to do. It took a while. You know, I did a lot of thinking. I talked to a lot of people close to me, a lot of loved ones, and a lot of people whose opinion I value. Um, And I took a lot of things into consideration. Um, But when it came down to it, I felt like it was the best decision. And it wasn't really a guarantee that made me decide that. But I talked to numerous teams, you know, before I got to make that decision. And um, I felt comfortable and I, I feel ready. Um, I'm getting ready and doing everything I can to prepare.
1: You were obviously, you played for two coaches at your time at Washington State, Ernie Kent and Kyle Smith. How did you benefit from each of them?
2: Yes, yeah, so I start my freshman year. Coming in, you know, I didn't know what to expect with the Pac-12. Obviously, you kind of get a chance to, to prepare in that, that non-conference play. Coming in, you know, there was really I didn't set limitations on myself as far as what I could potentially do. Team-wise, I knew that we hadn't been doing the best in the recent years, so I came with a in with the mindset of kind of, you know, I'm gonna offer the team what I can, and and I felt like I could, you know, give different things to the team. And just being able to be under Robert Frank's, it taught me a lot. He was he's a great player, great talent. His work ethic is like no other, and so that kind of gave me a good idea about what it took, you know, to Really succeed. I saw him in the gym, you know, once, two times, doing his own thing outside of you know mandatory workouts. So I really got a good idea my freshman year about what it took. I feel like under Coach Kent, I really learned how to just be free and play. Um, You know, he kind of let me make mistakes, and I needed to to do that. I needed to, you know, make those mistakes to learn from it. And then this past year at Washington State, I feel like I had not really speaking on the court, but as far as off the court, I feel like I grown tremendously I just feel like the way that you know I I was with my teammate the way I led I feel like I was much more just just having that first year of experience and then coming back for a second year even though we had a new coach he was very hands-on and direct in the way that he you know led us and so it was easy to kind of work with him and you know obviously he gave me and Jeff Pollard captains uh labeled us captains of the team and so we obviously got to you know, communicate directly with him a lot of the times. And it was very, I, I learned so much just being under him past year. He's he's a great coach, a great mind, a great leader. He's just, he's got something, something brewing in Portland.
1: I cannot agree more with you on that statement. There's, there's something big happening. Your dad, Bill Ellaby, played in the Pac-12 at Cal and is also an agent. What advice has he given you during this process?
2: He's, you know, helped me a lot and, you know, gave him, giving me a lot of advice. Mostly he lets me, you know, make the big decisions on my own, but not after, you know, giving, you know, his opinion and what he thinks about things. And I've had a lot of people go through him to get to me and, and just to, to talk to certain people, um, just so I don't have to always be on the phone so much. Um, he's just been, been right by my side and, and helped me through this whole process. And, and, you know, he's given me a lot of advice, you know, I could go through it, but he's just helped me a lot in this, in this process and,
1: and being there for me. That's good that's good to hear Pullman is a unique place, obviously. What were your initial thoughts on Pullman when you took your first step when you pulled up in a car or you got off the plane? What were your initial thoughts?
2: My initial thoughts well, was the airport and it was just a really small airport. I'm like kind of like what is this moment where you know I'm kind of used to the Seattle the International Airport you know, and I kind of get to get get out the plane and it was obviously a small plane, and you know obviously expect to go into smaller airport probably, but uh, I didn't really expect what I saw, but uh, I, got, I got used to it, and it's uh, very convenient when leaving to those trips to Seattle, so it's very quick.
1: True. That's, this year was fantastic for the Cougars. Great bunch of upsets, big wins. What would you say the highlight of the season was for you?
2: Man, there were some some really fun games. i say the highlight for me, well, I'm just going to name a few because there's some, a few things that come to Go my mind, it. starting with the clay game. The sold-out arena was just by far the the best The energy was in the arena all year, you know, Steph Curry being there. But it was just – I knew it was a special night for Clay, and I think me and my teammates, we understood that. That was kind of in the back of our head was, you know, we're not really just doing this for ourselves, but just for his legacy and just for, you know, Washington State in general. And that was a big night. And then I would also say the retirement of George Ravlin was right there next to it. Obviously, he is – You know, a legend in his own right. One of the, or the first Pac-12, or I was Pac-8 at the time, basketball coach. So he obviously has cemented his place in Washington State history. So that was definitely a big moment to be a part of and win that game for him. Kind of see his banner go up up there in the stands.
1: Yeah, I got to say, I went to both those games. They were very emotional. I mean, I waited four hours in the snow for Clay. That was well worth it. Yeah. So when people talk about your time at WSU, how do you want to be remembered?
2: You know, I'm not going to kind of put that in the box. I mean, I feel like I kind of got to experience, and, and obviously I feel like the direction of the program is is heading upward with under Coach Smith. So I feel like I kind of was, got to experience, you know, kind of the end and the start of a new era in Washington State basketball. You know, I'm really excited for what's to come, but it was just great to be able to kind of be on both those teams and, and kind of, I, I mean, I just feel like I learned so much being under two different, you know, head coaches and program and, you know, they both ran Things very differently, and I just took different things from both situations.
1: So, I have a couple of rapid fire questions to wrap this up. Are you ready? Yes. So, one player you've always wanted to play against in the NBA?
2: Gotta be Klay Thompson, just yeah, for sure.
1: Great answer. Your go to TV show to watch when you're sad, ha- it just always is a great TV show.
2: It was friends for a minute, and, and it's been New Girl kind of because of my girlfriend.
1: New Girl, who's your favorite character? I say Jess. Jess, oh, I'm a big Winston guy, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's the hardest player to guard in, co- in college?
2: i say one of the hardest players that I got to play against this year, Chris Smith from UCLA.
1: Ferdinand's yeah, nice. Ice Cream or Cougar Gold?
2: For me, Ferdinand's Ice Cream, but if you ask my grandma, she'd probably say Cougar Gold.
1: Okay, so what do you get at Ferdinand's?
2: Um, I'm usually, I usually get both the, the cookie dough ice cream, so I get the chocolate one and the, the regular one.
1: Solid, solid. Favorite place to eat in Pullman?
2: Yeah, you can't go wrong with Red Bento, Zoe's. Definitely a top two right there.
1: Solid, solid. Okay, those are all my questions. Where can people find you on social media and all that?
2: i uh, you just CJ Ellaby is my Instagram and Twitter. Those are both places that I, you can search my name and find me.
1: All right, sweet. Thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me, man.
0: That's I love it. Walker, but he looked like
1: he was eighteen or nineteen. He looked like a young guy. Ben, now. you should have done this guy right. What? I get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do you here? Have buy I, him mean, a I, drink. Mean, I get him
2: a prostitute? What do you?